Welcome to the Dollars and Dumbbells podcast. I'm your host, Justin Green, a certified financial planner who specializes in helping fitness entrepreneurs and millennials grow their net worth. The goal is to bring you conversations with successful individuals in the fitness industry on how they navigated their journey to success. Justin Green is the founder and financial planner at AssistFP, a financial planning firm. All opinions expressed in this show are solely those of Justin and not reflective of AssistFP. This podcast should not be considered advice. It is solely for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor, tax, legal, and any other advisor you have before making any decisions regarding your financial plan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dollars and Dumbbells podcast. I'm your host, Justin Green, and this is a solo episode. So before we hop into the episode, I just want to clarify, um, I did misspeak at one point. So when I'm talking about goals, um, I will say 5,000 a month on accident. I meant 500 a month. It doesn't change what we're talking about. Um, So I just want to clarify that before we hop into the episode. I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday season and that their new year is off to an incredible start. 2022 is the year of growth for a lot of us and I'm so excited to get it started. So without further ado, back to the episode on goal setting. I know a lot of you are probably already thinking about goals as you wrapped up December or beginning of January. You're thinking about maybe your quarterly goals, your annual goals. So I just want to talk to you a little bit more about your financial goals and how you go about setting those goals. So the first thing is to kind of think back into when you were younger and you learned about SMART goals. So uh, SMART goals is an acronym for specific measurable, actionable, relevant, and timely. And so let's walk through those a little bit. So specific is, um, for example, I want to save money is not specific. However, I want to save X amount of dollars is in a certain account is specific. So rather than I want to save money this year, how about I want to save $10,000 in my brokerage account this year? That is specific. Measurable, so we'll take that same example. Rather than I want to save, you are going with I want to save X amount of dollars. You can, at the end of the the time you set aside for this goal, you can measure whether you uh, achieve that goal or whether you fail that goal. And then actionable, like is it realistic? If it's not realistic, then you're not going to achieve the goal. It's going to uh, probably just hurt your your confidence and your self-esteem. So it just doesn't make sense to set such an unrealistic lofty goal that you're not going to be able to achieve that it actually just ends up being detrimental to your mindset. Relevant, so does it actually align with your goals? Like for example, if your number one goal was to pay down debt, but then you said, I want to save X amount of money this year, like does it actually align with what you're trying to achieve in your financial life? If your number one goal is to pay down debt, then your relevant goal would probably be, I want to pay X amount of debt down. Um, So just think about what are your long-term goals and the vision you have for yourself and your business. Um, You know, if, if you're focusing on reinvesting a lot of your your assets into your business then it might not be a relevant goal to save you know a significant sum for retirement so just think about that and then the last one is timely make sure you have a end date for this goal Um, right now as we kind of 
you know, start off 2022. A lot of you are probably looking at annual goals, but maybe it's quarterly as well or monthly. Um, so you might have Q1 goals you're looking to achieve or annual goals that you want to measure uh, your success at the end of the year. So what are some tips to kind of help you set goals that you're likely to achieve in 2022? Always emphasize, focus on the process and not the outcome. So what do I mean by that? For example, we'll continue with the saving as our example. Rather than say, I want to have $10,000 in my Roth at the end of this year, focus on the process, which would be what you're contributing to that Roth. So say, I want to save $5,000 and invest it in my Roth each month this year. That would mean that you invest a total of $6,000 this year, which is in your control because the second tip is to focus on what you control. The amount that your account grows to, there's a lot of variables such as what you're invested in, your asset allocation, your time horizon, uh, the type of account, your goals, etc. But what you actually contribute is completely in your control and you control that process of making the contribution. And another tip, automate it. So anytime you can just put something on autopilot and never look at it again, um, your likelihood of succeeding in achieving that goal is much, much higher. Rather than if you have to each month make the decision to uh, allocate funds to that goal, that's a much more challenging and time-consuming process than if you at the beginning of the year just go in, you set up um, an automatic deposit of $500 into your Roth IRA at the beginning of each month. It'll happen without you even knowing it. As long as the funds are in your bank account, it'll get transferred over to the Roth IRA, except, and then, you know, kind of go from there. And then, you know, the last tip would be don't try to change too much all at once, right? So I like to compare this to um, maybe someone who goes on a diet and they try and restrict their calories uh, excessively and it works right away like whether they do a juice cleanse or you know they're basically starving themselves yeah that may work for a week or two weeks in the short term because they're excessively restricting their calories uh, but it's not sustainable and it's probably going to be detrimental to their their actual goal in the long term uh, because once they fall off of that diet they're going to add on you know more pounds than they than they probably lost in that crash diet it's very similar when you're looking at financial goals whether it's paying off debt saving uh, managing your cash flow reducing your taxes don't try and do it all at once right like don't try and go from from zero to a hundred um, in a quarter or a year like these things take time to get to so just make small incremental changes to um, your decisions your habits etc that will allow you to progress towards the actual goal over a sustainable long-term period so for example don't look at your cash flow and say I'm gonna cut out 50% of what I'm spending and then once you do that for two months, you're going to realize you restricted yourself too much and then you're gonna go off the rails for the next 10 months of the year and you're probably going to spend far too much. A better strategy would be to maybe cut your spending by 10% and then go do that for a couple months. If that seems sustainable, you can cut it by another 10%. 
and then do that for a couple months. And if that seems sustainable, continue on and on. But don't make such a large, drastic change to your cash flow, um, your amount you're trying to save, the amount you're paying towards uh, your debt without having some type of significant uh, windfall of, of excess cash coming to you. You know, if you've doubled your business in the last six months and maybe you have the excess income to do that um, but if nothing has really changed on the revenue and income side don't try and make any significant changes on the savings debt payoff uh, cash flow management try and do that over a longer sustainable period so some of the areas that you should be focusing on when setting financial goals especially as a business owner would be um, your cash flow, your tax reduction, investing and saving for the future, and then, um, you know, of course, growing your income and revenue in your business. Because remember, at the end of the day, it's not what you make, it's what you keep. So having a very high revenue business doesn't really matter if you're overpaying in taxes, you have no control of your cash flow, and you're not saving or investing anything for future opportunities and for your future self. What's more important is that you're able to keep a significant portion of that revenue and income by reducing your taxes as much as possible, having a very, very controlled cash flow system um, that allows you to benefit from your uh, revenue rather than have the business running you. And then by setting up automatic deposits into certain um, savings accounts that allow you to invest and grow your accounts for future opportunities. That's where I would start. Obviously, if you have uh, significant debt, that's another area of concern and, and maybe a focus for your financial goals. That's what I've got for you today. Quick solo episode on setting goals and where you should focus your financial goals in 2022. I'm excited to watch all of you fitness coaches uh, continue to grow your businesses and achieve financial success while doing so. Until next time, keep growing, my friends. Did you enjoy the show? If so, don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a review. And if you are interested in learning more, you can subscribe to The Monthly Assist, a newsletter where I share more information for fitness entrepreneurs and millennials. You can find the link in the show notes, or you can access the link in my Instagram bio, at JustinGreenFP. Until next time, keep growing, my friends.